0: Hello and welcome to the latest Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo. I'm your host, Joe River. Joined today by Paul Ghost. How are we, Paul?
1: All good, yeah. Yeah, ready to get stuck into a Saturday three o'clock kickoff, which is um an unusual time slot for Liverpool, isn't it? So yeah, yeah all good, looking forward to
0: it. Yeah, like like, like your shirt and t shirt shirt and t shirts the way to go. Yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So almost you know, not smart
1: not overly casual. formal but yeah, yeah smart casual. Yeah. I would say that they are actually trying to cling on to your youth.
0: Well, I am. I'm <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, you're certainly
2: yeah. not. No, have yeah. we embrace your age? Yeah, I'm nearly yeah. 21 now. So yeah. how are you? Um, okay, I'm just looking forward to getting stuck into me brew. To be yeah. fair,
0: yeah, it a good brew actually. That, yeah. made Ian, you made know, it, Ian Doyle special. Yeah. yeah, well done. No problem. All
2: right, I, nice I'm still you. not happy with my tea ranking.
0: Well, look, it's just it's just not. You make a good brew, but you don't make them often enough that's um that's a fact like tiago yeah yeah he's like <laughs> tiago great segue. <laughs> great segue i don't want to go there yeah but it's a really good segue keep that by right, the right. speaking of bruise you should just turn your mugs to, to yeah, promote yeah, the yeah. blood red mugs this is great for the listeners um anyway thanks for uh thanks for joining us um we are live on youtube and facebook so if you do have a question i'm going to keep an eye on youtube our producer and we'll keep an eye on facebook and send them over to me and we'll try and get them answered as we go on um yeah, we really appreciate your support. If you're if you're listening, thank you very much. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, um, give us a like, give us a subscribe. Hit that bell and we'll um, we'll come straight to you. So, yeah. Um, not that password, i Yeah, I
2: know. Yeah, everyone's yeah. yeah. just thinking the same yeah. thing.
0: Go yeah. on. Well, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just thanking our listeners. So, thanks very much. Um, yeah, I feel like I haven't been on the pod for a while. I feel like I've maybe been in a dark room since since last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um it was, a, it was a tough one. But Liverpool back at it, Paul. But they'll be out without a lot of players, won't they, tomorrow?
1: Yeah, it was funny, wasn't it? Klopp mentioned it today in the press conference. I think someone asked them, you know, is it a bit of a luxury having all these players fit again? Um, so I don't remember when it was. Now There's been that many press conferences. It might have been probably, before it, the Arsenal game. Yeah, probably about two weeks ago. Uh, it feels
2: like it was 15 press conferences. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and he said, it's not a luxury. It's something we just haven't had all yeah. season. Now we finally got it for a bit. And then that didn't last long, did it, really? You know, we've just been going through the players. I couldn't believe how many it was. Is it nine in total? Well, not, there's a
0: nine definites
1: yeah. tomorrow. And then um, he, he hinted that there's a, there's the flu going around the squad as well, so, which is ominous. So whoever yeah. that's been... You know, whoever's been impacted by that, we'll find out
0: when the team sheets drop tomorrow afternoon. Doesn't I think it's only so- fair we should go through that nine because yeah. it isn't. <laughs> the, the nine definites are Salah, Tiago, Thiago, um, Conor Bradley, um, Joel Matip, Ben Doak, Stephen, Michetic. Stephen Michetic. Canality suspended, Canati suspended. Simicass is Simicast. there. You go. And there's, there's your nine.
2: Well, Simica, um, hang on, you say that, but Simicast was training, so yeah, he, he might
0: go be on the bench. Joe Gomez wasn't training, so he no, he, he to be to be perhaps. He, he, with he could have of the ones. old influenza. Yeah, and then Klopp did say it's in the squad, so that yeah. incident more than one. So there's going to be. I mean, good. it's
1: yeah, it's, it's disappointing about obviously Thiago. So as like Klopp provided a little bit of an update on him as well. I mean, he also suggested that. You know, it was down to Zabosla, he'd be fit for, for next week, but... I think it was Salah. I think it was Salah that he meant. And Zabosla as oh, well, yeah, yeah. 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 But um, obviously the medical team have a lot of influence these days, don't they? Probably that's just a, a blanket rule across the Premier League as opposed to being a little <laughs> bit specific. Um, I get the feeling sometimes Klopp would like to ignore their advice or you know, demands, but it is what it is and... Um, Salah's out, obviously he's a buzzlight, but Endo is back. That that's a big boost, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Trent, I don't think he was 100 percent at Arsenal. Was he? he's had a full week that's of training to kind of at well, yeah, did, <laughs> had a full week to and no get 0. back. 2%. <laughs> towards anyway, sort of approaching top level. I thought he, he was clearly struggling last week as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, Pochettino, not really sure what's going on with him. He's been absent all season. Hasn't he? Yeah. Really, apart from a couple of appearances. It's been like 12 so, months now, hasn't it, since he was really in the Liverpool team and really starting to make some headway. Um, Simakash, we know about. Robertson, still not 100%, is he, because he's had three months out injured. So, yeah, I mean, we've, we've spoken a lot about players coming back and boosts to Liverpool squad, but all of a sudden you're looking at it now, thinking to sort of back where they were a few weeks ago and there's still so many who are out injured. So, um, probably good time, I'd suggest, if we're having a home game against a team who haven't sort of... Tore her up this season, shall we say? To be fair,
0: it's it's um, I've banged on about this in the pod all season, Doily. It, it's the, it's been the story of all season, and I think they have overachieved considering the amount of players that they've had out injured, and and I don't think I can remember a single time, and maybe this goes for yeah. for most most Premier League teams, but I can't remember a single time when really Klopp has had a a really good squad to pick from. There's always been several major players missing. Well, most teams have
2: injuries and they always have people that have been out for ages. So that's nothing new there. I think with Liverpool, what's been quite interesting is that, unlike some other clubs who've tried to make a bit of a big deal about it, uh, they've just cracked on with it. Um, Who's you mean
1: there, though, no,
2: just generally. I'm, I'm thinking of. Well, Newcastle have done that. Well, Newcastle did, yeah. did they? I mean, United, um, to be fair, United didn't actually do it themselves, but people around United did it as well earlier the season when they had a few injured. Um, Chelsea, possibly. They had a few few injured yeah. they? of the 953 players that yeah. they've bought in the last six minutes since this yeah. podcast started.
0: So, uh, they still need a striker, though.
2: They do, they yeah. I'll actually say that, but, you know, they've the just won at Villa, so, you know, they're yeah. obviously just coming into form. They, have they got a big game coming up soon? Chelsea. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, what was the question?
0: It was the about, it about the perceived? injuries,
2: yeah. And how they I have they achieved. Think, I think, well, yes, because I mean, forget any injuries. I think they've overachieved anyway, even if everybody's been fit. Maybe bear in mind where they were last year. So that they've done it with... I mean, some of them have been... You don't have well-timed injuries, but it was just as well that Endo came good when McAllister got injured, yeah. and then when... Endo had to go off, McAllister came back, that kind of thing. There's been a little bit of that. And they haven't really had any problems up front. And the goalkeeping situation... I mean, I know uh, Allison missed three games, wasn't it, with a hamstring um, in December, wasn't it? Um, late November, December. They got through that. And, you know, he's now going to be ruled out for the rest of the season. When I say this, Van Dijk hasn't been injured either. He's, he's The only game he's missed was that Arsenal yeah. Cup game when he was ill. So, you know, there's been... A, a couple, you know, certain areas of the team that have been quite durable and they've been able to rely on. I mean, obviously, Salah's a big miss, but until the Arsenal game was the first one where you went to, oh, they really missed Salah there. They got through it, but you're going to miss your best players eventually if they're out for long enough. And I think the sooner he gets back, the better, because then Liverpool will have more options up front and they'll be able to work down that right flank again. Same with Trent being back up to speed. You know, Conor Bradbury's done really well when he's come in, but you've got to bear in mind he's only ever played two Premier League games his entire career which, by the way, he's done yeah. well to get yeah. yeah, nominated yeah. for Player of the Month, Premier League Player <laughs> of the Month. To no, nominate. Really? Yeah. That's, That's incredible. True. That's got to yeah. be the best impact yeah. ever Um, you know, for, for a Premier League player. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, we were speaking about this at the press conference, actually. I think you have won that out to, to, to go and speak to the manager. And uh we talk about people just, you know, they don't seem to grow properly anymore, do they? You know, Stefan Bersetic, he's... Injury to his growth. This is great. Keith neither. Gordon. It's injury to his growth. He kicked out parts yeah. of his ankle. But, career, but he never ever mentioned it as that, though, did they? It was only later yeah. down the line that they yeah. said that it was there was that. Yeah. So it's just maybe it's just something that's always happened, they've never properly been aware of it. And now that they are, they're being extra careful because they know these people are eighteen, nineteen, you've you got yeah. an entire career ahead of them. Why wreck it a little bit? So that's probably going back we've talked about Bosetti, why we haven't seen him. Yeah. But he did make a, a slight comeback, didn't he? And, and and Tiago, yeah. Well. Yeah.
1: I mean, I also think as well that this is to an extent the trade off of Liverpool playing the way they do and very explosive and dynamic and, you know, all the, the heavy metal cliches that you like. But ultimately, sometimes you have to accept on the flip side of that some players get muscle injuries as a result. I mean, Salas was obviously unfortunate in that he probably out of his very specific Liverpool regimented schedule, wasn't he, when he got injured with with Egypt and that. Probably something similar happened with Daniel Sturridge all those years ago. Um, so Boz, like, uh, he's played a lot of football. Um, so, obviously, I think a few people were expecting a hamstring to, to twang at some stage, and, and so it, so it's happened. I, but, you know, it's I, I, see, I hear loads of kind of criticism of Liverpool's medical department when you, when you see these injuries, but I suppose fans aren't keeping an eye as closely on other clubs as they are of their own. So, you know, other clubs might have players out as well. But... Um, I do just think sometimes you're going to get these injuries because of the way Liverpool
0: play. Yeah, I think but well, there's a lot of questions on YouTube here um, mentioning that the medical department. And, uh, is it a case, not so much that people are like, oh, what's our medical department doing? But I think in the modern... Football, they're gonna have more influence because they they, mm. they care more, perhaps, about the welfare of players. Gone are the days where you'd have fifteen injections and you know Suarez would wear a it up and get on with it, yeah. pair of boots or whatever, and, and yeah, and they just get on with it. You know, they they probably are over cautious at times, and I think Klopp's hinted in the past, hasn't he, that he has a few frustrations with them.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I think he's he's kind of kept a, a lid on that quite well, but I'd imagine there are some times where the medical team are saying no, and, and he's probably exasperated by it, but what can you do? I'm not really sure whether you can overrule them or, or what, but um, I suppose this is why players are generally playing longer now as opposed to 15, 20 years ago where the retirement age tended to be sort of early 30s, didn't it? Now they're playing mid to late 30s more often than not and that maybe a starting to being looked after a lot better. I mean,
2: what I would say on that, two things. One, they haven't quite gone back to the Peter Peter Brockner, wasn't it? Euro, basically yeah. He was picking That's the team yeah, under and yeah. yeah. for certain games, certainly the Europa League. I think it was a home game against Utrecht there was a, a story where they were thinking, it's got to be Torres and Rainer and all that we started. Yeah. And then it turned out that he didn't, and Hodgson just, I'm uh, pretty sure, he just threw Brooklyn under the bus, So well, the medical team said the good play. Didn't sound like Hodgson. Well, that, you know, uh, I'm, I might have misquoted him there. But going back to what you were saying then about Klopp listening to the medical department, it's quite funny you hear people say, you know, oh, we rushed him back too early. No-one ever says, oh, we, we brought him back too late. Yeah, you know, you never yeah, yeah, ever yeah, 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 get yeah. that. True. So you only see one side of it, so... Yeah. I mean, I've written something which is available for reading on the Liverpool Echo website and in the newspaper tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. And yeah. on the app. And on the app, yeah. And on the app. We yeah, the app. about the yeah, app.
0: App. Yeah. Okay. Someone has commented, again, I'll just use that as a... Someone has commented, Martin Hartley, thank you for, uh, for commenting. So he's enjoying the Echo app. And, yeah, I mean, as I said before, we would say this, but it is really good, the yeah. LFC Echo app. Um, you, there's a paid-for version and a free version, but... It's, but it, are, we,
2: are we allowed to say the Liverpool Echo FC app, uh, FC app it's better to use than the website?
0: Yeah, yeah, yep. you can say that. Can I say think that. subscribe, it, you know, it, it massively supports us. So, yeah, um, and it is really cool. It is really cool. We all use it. And, um, and you've written something for it. I have, yes, right. Yeah. No, thank Sorry, you.
2: Yes, I, I completely forgot what it was about today then. <laughs> yeah. uh, talking about hamstring injuries, I think Liverpool have had eight or nine separate players have got yeah. picked up hamstring injuries this season. We're pretty sure that Thiago, even though Klopp's not mentioned it by name, that he's picked up a hamstring injury. He says it's not a serious one, but it's still one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the most serious one they've had this season Hamstring is Jotter who was out for eight games wasn't he The rest of them have been been like Two, three, possibly four games But it all adds up and it's a bit of a Throwback to Klopp's first season when they were all Getting used to running around a lot And I think it's interesting that he thinks This is a brand new team And that again they're having to go Through the same process so by the end of the Season the point I'm making is that They'll probably be accustomed to it And whoever comes in they're not going to play anywhere near As intense as they were under Jurgen Klopp, unless... I, I can't imagine anyone would do that. Mm. But the players will be super fit, so that'll be good for them to... you know, come, Just general fitness, I mean, so they'll be used to, used to that kind of level of fitness. So you whoever know, the new manager is that comes in, they're going to get a, a load of fit players.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, let's go through some of the, the specific injuries. Of course, the lies seems to be potentially the most complicated one. Klopp was talked about them in the press conference. I was quite confused because he sort of said, like... He's outside running. Then he sort of said, "You know, he, he could come back here, but he might come back there, and he might miss the cup final, but he might not." But yeah. It's just, he said he's in no pain, didn't he? So it's it's just yeah. A, yeah. quite a complicated <clears throat> one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure
1: how much I can divulge because it's before the kind of 10:30 embargo. But Club was speaking about him in, in the breakout, and and you're right, he, he did say he feels fine, and you know, if you asked him, he be able. He'd say he'd kind of put himself in the team for, for Brentford, but. Obviously, he doesn't have the final say. He being a and, and they are monitoring it. And he hinted in the um, open press conference that he, you know, he, he doesn't know if he's going to be fit enough for the Carabao Cup final, doesn't he? Which would be a significant blow. Um, I think if it's a case of wrapping him in cotton wool for that game, yeah. I, I think Liverpool would have to do it, given his importance to the midfield. Um, I imagine he'd be able to get by without him tomorrow, and then after that. Is it? Brentford away. Brentford away. Yeah. Then Luton the Luton game is, is after yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, the the Brentford away will be tough. Maybe with a full week of training, he will be clear for that one, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think Liverpool. You know, he, he's not quite at the level he was at sort of September October time, but yeah. they've still missed him. I thought he was good against Chelsea. Yeah, I thought, I thought he they all were good. really.
0: Yeah. Um, and he was he was missed at Arsenal. Yeah, he has a presence to Liverpool's midfield. Though, I think. I think it says a lot, like Gusty's just said. I don't think he's, he was at the same level as he was at the start of the season, but I think you, you do notice it's noticeable when he's not playing.
2: Well, he got an assist against Norwich when he came on a sub yeah. and then scored against Chelsea, so you could argue that he's benefited. The argument was to a certain degree that you might benefit from the rest because he looked a bit tired, didn't he, when he got injured, which is presumably why he got injured because um, Liverpool just he'd done that well that Liverpool just stuck with him. Um, yeah, he does add a presence and it's interesting, isn't it? Because in his absence, the Liverpool haven't really found somebody to play in that role no. on the right. I mean, you could argue that Curtis Jones could play there but he's not been able to because Endo's not been there at number six. So, McAllister had to play there and Jones has done really well on the left. So, why would you move him kind of thing? So, there is that. In fact, Jones did play there against Fulham, didn't he? In the yeah. first leg of the league have and scored. So, okay, I, know a, I know it was played. deflection. But he yeah. Didn't. yeah, so mm. I don't think that had any impact on, on the goal, his position. But, yeah, I think Suboslai's done better than people expected. And I think if if he isn't fit for the final, it would be very big. It's a very big call to say he was going to be playing there in that position.
1: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
0: Yeah, and, and Mohamed Salah's injury. Um, Klopp again said in his press conference that um, if you ask Mo. He'll be back for next week, but again, it might be pushed into the final again. Do you yeah. think that's just a case of Liverpool being really careful? Yeah, you'd, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? You know, he's he's
1: really injured, so you want to manage it carefully and hope that it's not the, the start of, of a raft of injuries, particularly for that sort of player. You know, fast twitch muscles and hamstring issues tend to go hand in hand, don't do Michael Owen suffered with that for years, so yeah, we'll see. But he's missed six weeks now, hasn't he, Salah? No, his last game was newcastle yeah. yeah obviously he was involved for Egypt, but you know he's he's going to miss tomorrow the next game after that will be 16th of february is it which is which is over 6 weeks isn't it and 17th um 16th 17th 17th. 17th 17th so yeah a little bit of a worry i think you said the hope is that he's back in team training next week and with a full week of training i think it'll be the last full week of training really you know unimpeded by a midweek fixture i think that's a real Chance that they will have to take, however they can do it, to to rest up the likes of Salah and to Bosley and, and get them fit and ready for what's to come. Because after the Brentford game, you know you're looking at Luton midweek, Carabao Cup final, FA Cup, Premier League, the Europa League's back on the agenda. It's pretty much full pelt then, isn't it, until the, the end of the season?
0: Yeah, but it, it, I think it says a lot, doesn't it? That say Salah has been out for six weeks and. Um... No, I don't think you, you haven't seen a lot made of that outside the Liverpool circles.
2: Because, um, they, because they haven't been losing until the game against Arsenal. I, I accept And you only ever get kind of that kind of analysis if yeah. something goes wrong.
0: But I accept that. But there was a lot of talk of Erling Haaland who suffered an injury and was sort of in and out, wasn't he? And hasn't really been truly back for Man City. So I do feel like... I still feel like people are sort of disregarding the, some of the problems Liverpool have had to put up with this season.
2: Well, again, that's because when Haaland dropped out of the team at City first off... They kind of wobbled a little bit, didn't they? Mm. And Liverpool just didn't do that. They've only wobbled right now, and even then, l- l- losing your second hardest game yeah. of the season can't yeah. exactly be called a wobble. No. Um, so, no, I think I think it, they, basically they haven't replaced him, have they? Mm. Because they tried Harvey Elliott there for a couple of games. Yeah. They tried Gakpo there. They tried Jota there. Diaz started one game there. Yeah. which one was that? That was away somewhere. Wasn't it was it? Arsenal. Arsenal. The cup. That's right. Yeah. So certainly in the second half. There's four of them played there, I think he's missed seven games is it now, Salah? Hmm. I think so it's going to be eight, I mean we'll pick our team later on, again we'll, we'll, it'll be interesting to see who's he's going to play on the right
1: They've so yeah. never really had a plan for him really, which is I mean, they've done well I mean, they've done, they've done very well, to be fair I'm not overly criticising them, but you just mentioned there, there was no real plan for yeah, I... Salah's absence, even though they knew it was happening.
2: I think a couple of a couple of the games is when Conor Bradley came in and played really yeah. well, and I think he ended up being both because he was a wing-back, wasn't he, at Bolton for a, hmm. for a whole of last season. I think he, they just probably said to him, Here, get off forward as often as you can and try and get the crosses in, whereas Trent has been going into midfield and playing a bit deeper when he's been playing at right-back and so has Gomez as well. Hmm. So he's, maybe that's helped, and obviously Conor Bradley didn't play against Arsenal for obvious reasons and you had a half fit Trent and it all yeah. contributes, doesn't it?
0: I think the forward line, portfolio. you say that, but you, Diaz has played on the right and played pretty well and then the following game struggled. So they've moved him back to the left. We've seen hmm. Nunez start on the left, play really well, struggle. Then they've moved him back to the centre and I think there just hasn't been the consistency among the three of them. To, yeah. to, to keep them in a certain position. I
1: mean, in, in the that Chelsea was... game, I'm not sure who, who, who was meant to be on the right. I mean, it didn't matter. To do, it worked, they absolutely battered them, but it, yeah. was, it was very fluid, wasn't yeah. it? I couldn't tell whether it was Jota or Nunez. Diaz was definitely on the left, but
0: um felt like Conor Bradley was, was just given that. But I think that can be a double-edged sword, can't, can't it? Because it's when it works, like the Chelsea game, it's great because they can interchange, it's mm-hmm. fluid. <clears throat> it created space for Bradley, but the Arsenal game, I felt like that, the times, it looked like the players were missing because
1: yeah, of you know, the yeah. gaps. Yeah. So, uh... I mean, Arsenal, much better
0: defensively as well than, than yeah. Chelsea. Oh, yeah, don't
2: yeah, forget on the right yeah. side, Graven Birch played in the midfield and didn't have a particularly great game. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's another miss for Saval Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Thiago then, let's have a little talk about Thiago. I mean, he's somebody who has had, let's face it, a horrific time with injuries um, in the past. Well, really, pretty much his whole Liverpool career. He got COVID, didn't he? Or four times. Yeah. Um, you got COVID yeah. and then got injured against Everton. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, anytime we've seen him sort of starting to play well, he's he's had a setback. Talk about cup finals. He pulled out in the warm up of the um, was it the Carabao the yeah. FA yeah. yeah the Carabao and then and then almost pulled out the, the Champions League final and probably didn't play as well. Ain't an injection in of, his foot because of that. Someone said here, and I kind of agree with them. Is this a big reason why Liverpool should never have bought him in the first place?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with it. I think the upside of Thiago is you're getting what Liverpool thought at the time, quite fairly, was one of the best midfielders in Europe at a bit of a knockdown price, an opportunistic deal which kind of broke away from the traditional model that the club and the owners usually favour, don't they? You know, yeah. that they prefer a certain age range between 22 and 25. Certain amounts of appearances between 150 200, certain price range. But this was a 29 year old Champions League winner who'd only ever played to Barcelona and Bayern Munich. And he was coming into a Liverpool team who were Premier League champions and, and had won the Champions League the year before. So it was kind of, you know, a little sprinkling of, of extra on top of what they already had. But I think he was a victim of circumstance in terms of that season with it being. Behind closed doors, with you know the injuries to the defenders having an knock on effect of the midfield, and injuries, you know to himself in that first season. I remember him getting injured at Everton, and then we didn't see him again for nearly three months. Yeah. Uh, started to pick up a bit of form and, and was really good in the spring. Two years ago in the spring, he, he was phenomenal. I thought you know that that kind of running, you know, looking yeah. Champions League semi-finals, quarter-finals, FA Cup, semi-finals. That game against United. Um, just brilliant really around that time but since then we haven't really seen anywhere near that sort of form and you know it wasn't all his fault last season um, brilliant player when he when he was fit but that when is, is pretty much in capitals isn't it and um, Liverpool have, have kind of cracked on without him this season I suppose the good news from a Liverpool perspective is this injury setback isn't one to a player who's been contributing well, not not even you know contributing anything huge, just just fit. Um, so it's not the end of the world from their perspective, but it could quite well be the end of his Liverpool career. What
0: well, have you made of his Liverpool career, Doyle? I haven't really had
2: a problem with it to be honest. Mm-hmm. Not really. Um, they paid what was it, twenty seven million for him. Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. So even cheaper than I thought. So twenty five million got nearly hundred appearances. I don't think he's going to play again this season. I don't think anyway. Um, if he is, then he's not going to play much. And if he does play, it'll be because Liverpool have kind of lost the way a little
1: bit, yeah. I suspect. I
2: think the time has gone yeah. by something else. Um, so he's played nearly under games and all the reasons that Gossie just said about his great games that he had. I mean, when he was good, he was really good. Mm-hmm. And I think we also forget the impact that he's had on all the other players around him, certainly in training and stuff like yeah. that. He's really yeah. popular at the AXA. And as for somebody who's played mm. for Barcelona, Bayern Munich, his dad won the World Cup, he... Um, play for Spain, obviously. Um, I think that he's just somebody... I think they'll miss it when he goes, and he's definitely going to go at the end of the season. Isn't he? They don't yeah. want to give him a new deal. And I don't think anybody... You won't complain about that. And I don't think any Liverpool fan will either. They'll just think, rather than being a bad move, it's a move that bit of a missed opportunity in the sense yeah. that you're going to yeah. think, no matter what he does, you're going to think, well, what might have been had he been available more often?
1: Yeah. i Sorry, say, sorry, I mean, it was opportunistic. Sometimes he don't come off, 30. I wrote something yesterday about them, which you can also read on our award-winning app.
2: <laughs> That's what It's just it, in,
1: the, the cleanest app. um cleanest app. Cleanest, 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 <laughs> and Liverpool play played... You know, his last start was actually a year to the day, wasn't it, when, when he came back on Sunday. Mm-hmm. His last start was against Wolves. Um, and Liverpool played over 5,000 minutes since that game, and he's featured in 101 of them. Um, such a show but it's not even this season it was towards the back end of the last season he obviously brought forward the surgery so he missed the last four games I think so he'd be fit and ready in time for this season and that clearly hasn't backfired you know he probably claimed he brought it forward so he'd be fit in time for next season and he'd probably still be sidelined so um, yeah I, don't, I like you I, I don't think he's going to contribute significantly now which is sad really because I thought he could have just being someone who could have added a little bit of quality you know, or there just to stay games in the right direction, and I don't think he's going to be able to do it.
2: What I would say about Thiago very briefly is that while last season in January and February, all the other players, most of them were flapping around and being absolutely rubbish, it was him. You know, it was him that was in the midfield just yeah. trying to hold the whole thing together, and he played 10, I think it was 10 starts in a row, and then he got injured. So basically, Liverpool's rubbishness at that time has killed Thiago's career. I mean,
0: let's face it, I don't think anyone complains about him. When he's fit and playing, it's it's the frustrations of, of him not playing um, that is the issue. I mean, could you look at him, and I suppose, look, I've been frustrated with Thiago as, as anyone, but could you almost look at him as a bit of a Gary McAllister type signing? That sort of influence on some of the younger players, those sorts of moments where, obviously McAllister had big, big moments in the derby and and <clears throat> in, in the UEFA Cup final, that sort of thing, Barcelona, but... but He certainly, you know, you asked Stephen Gerrard, people like that, he had a huge influence on their early careers. Could, could you sort of look at Thiago? That will happen a Suggestion,
2: suggesting, which is easy for you to say before uh, about his impact around the training ground. I would like to just ask you. Could whether you could verbalise your frustrations about Tiago, please, Joseph. No,
0: because we'll um, we'll get kicked out of various <laughs> podcasts. Early <laughs> and... banned in, in the Middle East for using swear language. Some are listening to in Dubai and other areas that don't allow swear words to to, <laughs> to be entered on to the, earth, the yeah. pod. So uh, no, I, won't, I mean, look, I, I suppose my frustration with Tiago was always when he came in. People have made their minds up that Liverpool were going to get better and he was brilliant. And, and, and you know, you, you always hear this thing, the Premier League isn't ready for, for Thiago. That no was the last time really somebody good... said that about yeah. any player, by the way. No
2: one says
0: it anymore. No one they? says it anymore but because they've been burnt with Kaiser and Thiago. But, but it, when, when he came in, you know, I think Wan Alden was departing, am I right? I'm to depart the, the no, end, like he, he thought you. he was yeah. going to, but he didn't But but at the time, you know, I thought the had a great midfield and and no one celebrated those players as much as this incoming new sexy signing in Tiago. And and I thought it just sort of proved to me that players like Wan Alden were worth their weight in gold. He was available, he was fit, he played, he wasn't particularly eye catching catching sometimes and he perhaps didn't pass the ball with as much class as as Tiago but he was a really vital cog and a, and a great Liverpool machine. And, and same with Milner. You know, I, I think that you'd ask so many players, so many players, sorry, so many people who they preferred at Liverpool, Milner or Thiago, and I bet you so many people would say Thiago. Yeah, yeah. And I think Milner was so much more important. And look, it's not... It's hardly Yeah, but 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 I... That wasn't a title. Was, was fishing for there? Trying to get told What, no, what, what, what I, I, I told you, I could, <laughs> uh, we'll make Maybe do the unsentimental place. But yeah. Not yeah, it. yeah I, look, I respect. He's a, he's, an, he's got incredible quality, and in some of his highs for Liverpool, the Man United home game, the four um, nil. You know, was it the, the semi final, the FA Cup semi final you mentioned earlier? You know, he was he was he was awesome, but I just so frustrated we didn't see that awesome so often, and I kind of think that. Liverpool should have seen that coming. And maybe they did. Maybe yeah. they thought, well, it's okay. I don't.
1: I, I might be wrong here, but I think this latest injury is maybe the, the straw that's, that's broken the camel's back with a lot of fans with regards to... Do you really think so? so? I just think people are
2: just thinking, you know, oh, it's a bit unlucky. I think they already mm-hmm. know he's think... going. Yeah, I think but it's I, just unfortunate I think, I think what, what, just what's, sorry, what's frustrated
1: plenty, uh, though, Joe, obviously. the club put out the, the video of him, didn't he? It was a Friday night, and he, he looked unbelievable. Yeah yeah, 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 Doing all these no-look finishes. didn't he, today? Yeah, and then... Two days later, he's injured. he's got another hamstring injury after about five minutes. Maybe,
2: maybe he gets a bit hit up about things. He's, yeah, he just yeah. needs to calm down. Though, given it's the fact not like he played, played 70
1: or, you know, the pull after kind of throw him in with half an hour to go. He played five minutes and and now he's out. The well,
2: the time ball. he was on the pitch, he managed to get injured. Liverpool conceded a goal and somebody got sent off.
0: So. He also yeah. did a no look pass and gave the ball away and I wanted to put my fist through the screen because I just thought, no-luck... I, I, I like that Firmino did it, but he did it when he was like on the on the goal line, and there was no one round that he could turn his head and put the ball in. But I don't believe in no looks. I just think it's just showing off for showing off sake. I might Ronnie have been out of like in the right direction. And, yeah. and pass the I'm past. Have we got injured like now? Yeah. No tippy tappy football. So I think I think he got caught too much. He was trying to pass it around. Let me get there.
2: Yeah, that yeah. pass was <laughs> too <be> messy, rubbish. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> the name of the podcast. <laughs> but um, I've lost my way here, But, Yeah, Tiago, frustrating. Um, yeah, very frustrating for for all for all concerned. But um,
1: were you going to say something? Ghostly, uh, no, I was just going to say, that the, I don't want to be speculating, but I think he tried to pass to Robertson and, and got caught in two minds, and he had to play in the sideways or play in the forward and then just give it away. So It
0: wasn't like a no-lucky thing. You just, you just sort of had to take Look
2: at that. Yes, terrible.
1: Stop but, picking on
0: him. Oh, maybe I'm picking on him. Well, what I hey, would say, where, where you, where you, Sorry, go on. Um
1: App, I mean, it's not really for, for supporters to bother themselves with it when it does get... When supporters start talking like this, but... His, his wages, once he, once he leaves, he's one of the highest earners at the club. So that theoretically could free up a decent wage for a durable midfielder who's going to play 40 times a season for you. Yeah,
0: it feels like Liverpool are n- n- it's never ending this search to strengthen the midfield. But when he does leave, they might might have to strengthen it again. Might and they, Like, of course, he said, they, they will at least have a bit more there's, money. There's to no such
2: thing as a perfect squad. So there's always room for improvement.
0: Wise words from a. Oh, by the way, were you, were, you ever,
2: you know. were you ever worried about Tiago in the same way you were about Cater? Long term yeah. pod listeners will know was very I suppose, no I,
0: suppose, I, suppose it I, I was. I suppose I, I, suppose I have been. I suppose I am. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually a little bit worried about Gravenbirch, but we'll, that's, a, that's a, a debate for another day. It is. Yeah. Continue.
1: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
0: Anfield, um, tomorrow, Gosty, the Liverpool Council, um, Liverpool City Council tweeted earlier to say that they've given Liverpool the green light. It's official, it will be um, um, at sixty, just over 60,000 yeah. um, a record capacity. So, exciting for Liverpool to finally move towards that. They're still not finished either. Yeah, I mean, we've been
1: waiting a while for this one, haven't we? We thought it was going to be... Bournemouth? Bournemouth, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Liverpool actually yeah. requested to play their first game of the season away yeah. so so they could have extra time to to sort it out. Um, yeah, and the, obviously the contractors going into the administration over the summer was an unwelcome addition to the storyline, wasn't it? Liverpool have been working hard to get it all done and, and to be fair, it, it, it's looked good, but... You can't escape the, the big row of, of empty seats yeah. that have been there for the last sort of two months now, maybe, since the United game, which was mid-December. So we're looking forward to seeing it all packed out tomorrow, the biggest league crowd I think we have ever had, 60,000 and something. 720 down, is it? Isn't that, that many. Had, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, it's, it. It's got to play a part, I think, at some stage. Maybe it's going to be a Europa League semi-final yeah. or something like that but that additional noise has to have an impact at some point. I don't think it'll be tomorrow. I think tomorrow might just be a little bit of a, a bit worried about tomorrow, actually, atmosphere-wise, because sometimes it's a bit of a chicken-and-egg thing, isn't it? And yeah. kind of sleepy three o'clock kick-off on a Saturday against Relegation Fodder doesn't usually lend itself to a great atmosphere, you have to say. But at some point, 60,000 people at Anfield will make a big difference, and uh, maybe Man- against Man City, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to...
0: Seeing what it's all about tomorrow. I, I look at Anfield and think, got some some friends. I've got a friend actually coming over um, for the game tomorrow. Um, he's bringing his little boy over, and 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 um, I'm just so proud of Anfield now. You know, I think I think when I was going growing up, and you know, it, it wasn't wasn't the most modern looking or, or impressive stadium. Certainly if someone was traveling over for a game and they'd never been before, or they haven't been in a long time, I don't think it was that impressive, but you walk them around now. And it just, the area looks amazing that inside the ground, I think looks really modern. And, and I love, I love what they've done to it. And I think probably one of the biggest master strokes in Liverpool's history, not to leave the ground and, and to stay there. Oh, well, You've been going a very long yeah, time. I was
2: going to say yeah. when I first started going, they, they just brought in colour television and, and, yeah, that kind of thing. So we knew how to go
0: on Everton. We're playing there. We
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> play them blow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when did that go? More than forty years ago now. So yeah. it is a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, the ground's completely different. I think all of the, yeah, all of the stands are gone since then. I mean, the Alphie Ronan's been rebuilt twice. This'll be the second rebuild. Cop's been done once, the main stand obviously once, and yeah. they put the extra tier on top of the old Centini, old Kembley, which became Centini, which is now the Sir Kenny and yeah. stand. So it is different. Pitchers stayed the same.
0: Yeah.
2: Pitchers stayed the same, which I know sounds a ridiculous thing to say, but it's quite an important part yeah. of the way Liverpool yeah. play and have yeah. always played. It's actually one of the smallest pitches in the, in the Premier yeah. League, so that, that helps them. Um, yeah, 60,000. I think they've only ever had more than 60,000 for two or three games, Even They were all FA Cup games, yeah, and they're the 1950s, so yeah, even I don't remember them, yeah. So it will be interesting. But going back to what you're saying about the whole area, though, I mean, when I first started going, it was like properly crammed in, yeah, and going yeah. around the back of down for your road end. I mean, even now, I know how to. Get my way through a crowd easily, spot all the gaps because yeah. you had to when yeah. you were about yeah. eight or nine years old, and it's like, oh, well, otherwise you'd, you'd be lost and you know under all these people. So, yeah, it's uh, it's totally different. Although I would like to say it is a bit windy now that it's all open because it's basically on top yeah. of a hill. And I know Klopp's mentioned a lot about the the enemy of football, and I, have we noticed it as much since they built this new stand? I don't think it's been as bad as it used to be.
1: What the, the, the wind? and The right now? No.
2: I know it sounds a ridiculous thing to talk about, but it, it has a massive impact on how they play the game. And I just don't think the wind's been anywhere near as bad when you consider how many storms we're having these days. Yeah, yeah. Some that was... obviously being the main thing that you've built the big stone for to stop it being to windy. Stop yeah, never mind all these yeah. people coming in
0: the yeah. extra atmosphere. Knock it all down, start again. Yeah. We need to stop that wind. Yeah. Yeah, no, but it is impressive. I, I, I do, I do think it, it shouldn't be understated how impressive Anfield looks now because, mm. because I think for a lot of people, track. I
2: don't know what United are doing exa-
0: that. exactly. And for a lot of people, they, they might never go to a game, and you know they might live, they <coughs> might live abroad. And it, but but if you come over one time for a game. It's 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 amazing to go and see it now and the way it looks now. pretty
1: much entertainment with the, with yeah. the singers and, and the big yeah. screen and all. That. Obviously, the big club megastore on the premises yeah. as well. Not kind of
0: yeah. in, in in the city centre. It feels like a destination now, yeah. and I don't think it always felt like that. Mm.
2: Also, it's next to a park. People forget it's next to a park as yeah, well, isn't it? Yeah. Which it's funny, but we, we go to grounds like Fulham when you go, that's quite nice mm. by yeah, the Thames yeah. and Bournemouth in a park, and you just forget that Liverpool's in one. Well, yeah. Anfield is anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but... I think it's it's testament to the owners really, you know, for yeah. all the sticks that they get, some of it deserved, some of it not. They have put the money where the mouth is in terms of the, the main stand on the Anfield Road, haven't they? On top of the new training ground as well, which obviously we go to every week, and that yeah. is you know, that is similar, you know, top level standards.
2: Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll soon find out whether it, it really is the best ground in Liverpool.
0: Yeah, we, well, we will, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's an, it's an incredible place, so if, you, um, if you're if you listening and you ever do get the chance to go, you've never been. But... Although the food in the press room could be better. Well, that's that, that is another wind, wind okay. and food. Okay. That, yeah. You're a miserable old fella. Wait a minute.
2: The press food?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
2: that's, uh, that's hit miss. <laughs> hit and miss. Hmm. Arsenal back in the Champions League places for that. Chelsea, Chelsea, Tottenham about and Man City. That's,
0: that's the real quiz. <laughs> um, right, well, we'll pick our teams and, and, and do some score predictions. Before then, someone's again asked for the nine players, so I, I will We'll go back through them again. Gorsey, take it away. So, Thiago, Salah, Zabosle, Shetich, Doak,
1: Simakas, Kanate. Um,
0: Bradley. Bradley. Who's the other one? Yeah. We just named
2: them. We just, we,
0: just them them all. we forgot it already. Cut to them again. Simikas Bradley, Kanate, Zboslai, Basetic, Thiago, Matip. Matip. No, that's oh, it. Yeah, Matip. Yeah. Basip, yeah. I forgot what you no. just said. But there is nine. is yeah, anyway, nine. nine. We've just we named nine players. Yeah. Yeah, They're, all nine. They're all injured. <laughs> They're all injured. And there could be more. Yeah, so so uh, in a tent, the mystery... <laughs>
1: Go on, miss mystery Blue, players. so
0: he uh, but so He's uh, probably yeah. a bit yeah. of a stipple. Yeah. So in that, with that on in your mind, pick a team. Let's start with you, Um
2: Adrian, no. Allison. He could play yeah. somewhere else. Um, I mean, it's going to have to be Trent at right back, even though I hope he's got a bit more energy in his legs than he had at yeah. Arsenal. Um, in fact, he looks as though he had about as much energy as we had when we spotted the KFC. He was shut on the way home, which was a devastating blow after a tough day.
0: I think sometimes with Trent he tries to sort of slow things down and 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 not let the pace of the game kind of get to him and then ends up looking quite casual. I just just think
2: yeah. I just think, yeah. I just think yeah. he was just not quite ready to really? play. I don't think. Um center backs uh Van Dijk yeah. and Quanta and left back if Gomez isn't fit you put in Robertson but if Gomez is fit you play him.
0: Really
1: yeah? Yeah. thing's might be a good, a good chance for Robertson guess, yeah, to get to yeah. get a first start actually. He obviously hasn't started at all as he since Brighton, which yeah. was back in early October. Um, other than that, yeah, I'd, I'd go along with that. I, I'd, I think Trent suffered as well from being told to just play a more traditional fullback position. Yeah. He hasn't done that for, you know, nine, ten months, has he? So um, that obviously didn't help either. But hopefully with, with that full week of training, um, Klopp always puts so much stock in it, doesn't he? You know, a full week without a fixture. So um, hopefully we see a fresh air Alexander-Arnold, Playing the usual kind of inverted full back role.
2: It is funny, isn't it, that if you just said at the start of the season, yeah, Trent's just going to play an all right back role and Joe Gomez will be playing the inverted left back. You'd be like, what? But, you know, Gomez has played so well that I would, if he's fit, I would keep him in the team 100%. Well, so
0: would I, but if he's fit,
2: you'd play him centre back. I would play
0: him centre back. And I I love what Qantas has done this season. I, I think it's great and I think this is a good opportunity for him. But I just think he's played so well, Gomez, that I wouldn't want to see him lose his place in the team. But for all that, I think we need to get Robson back in at some, at point. some point. yeah. And, and this is a good time to get rhythm. They're going to see yeah. a lot of the ball. Um, so, yeah, I, I would put Robson back in, perhaps play Gomez, Van Dijk and, and, and Trent. Um, you midfield, Gosti?
1: Yeah, I mean, like to see Endo back in in, in the number six, and that yeah. gives McAllister a chance to play a little bit further forward than his preferred number eight. I think McAllister's been superb in that position, actually, the last couple of weeks. I had my reservations over it. Uh, probably long-term, I still do, but... Can't them as the number six in recent weeks, but I think Endo was one of the first names on the team. She went him before he left for the Asia Cup. So play them both. And then on the left side, probably looking at Curtis Jones. So you're playing McAllister off the right. Yeah.
2: Then. Yeah. Okay. I play McAllister on the left and put Curtis on the right. Put Curtis on the right. Why well what, what because that's what I would like to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for all the reasons fine, that I explained earlier in this podcast.
2: Yeah, looks, yeah. it's, 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 now, what, what I would say about uh, Harvey Elliott looks as though he's not really getting his games at the moment. Mm. And that, that, that's fine, though. But like... well, I thought when he came on against Chelsea, he was good. He's been good all season, hasn't he? But... He start started three league games, I think. That and, then, the... and the, and the, the, the first, first cup game he didn't start was the... No, he didn't play against Norwich, City. That's the first cup game he didn't start. Mm. I don't remember, no.
0: Think was I was would... two weeks ago. It feels like it really does. I think I would go and though, um, McAllister. I think I probably would start Ellis. um That's interesting. I think I think... The midfield was a bit non-existent against Arsenal, which happens. I mean, they're away at Arsenal. I don't necessarily think we should make too much of that. Mm. But, and I think Jones had a great season. Um, but maybe you just need to breather and you could bring in Elliott. Um, I I'd, think I'd like to see McAllister on the left of that three. Um, and then you can always bring Jones on for McAllister or Endo and move things around. So it gives you the option. But yeah, probably will play Elliott. Again, I think mm. Liverpool see a lot of the ball. He's good at unpicking things, isn't it, Elliot? Um, quite like he gives mm. that extra. Elliot
2: and Joel
1: they give, really
0: give the ball away. Mm. Really give it away. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, up front?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take out Gakpo, bring in Nunes after another week. Hopefully that foot injury is yeah. shaken off. He's another one. Actually, he wasn't totally fit, was he, against Arsenal? Yeah. I think you could tell that as well. It's just a question of where he plays. Possibly down the left, Jota through the middle, and Diaz on the right.
0: That's exactly what I would do. Um <laughs>
2: Diaz on the left because he's been Liverpool's best player over the last couple of weeks. And he's the best position, so he stays there. Uh, will play down the middle. The right, I thought Jota wasn't great against Arsenal until the second half, where he suddenly woke up mm. like quite a few of the other players. Gakpo's, but I think Gakpo's been really unlucky this season. It's just he's, he's, yeah. got, nearly, he's got nine goals, hasn't he? So he's not and, and quite a few assists. So he's not as if he's not done anything. But I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. He's just not been able to find the right position because everybody else has do played well, which is just, if you're the manager, that's what you want, great. Yeah. But if you're him, it's like, oh, well. So, for all that, I'm not playing him, putting Jotter on the right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think this, this sort of game Jotter will get his little dirty six-yard box tap in when he's yeah. just, yeah. just that, that sort of game. But, a bit, yeah, I think you're right about Gakpo. Again, I quite like him, but it didn't really work out at Arsenal, but he was quite unlucky. And, um, yeah, he just, he just doesn't get in the team now. But, like, it's like with Elliot, that's fine. It's, you know, he doesn't get in the team because there's three other guys... Operating at
1: quite a high yeah, level, and, yeah, yeah. and that, no that's issue. what happens with, with good squads. Um, predictions? Yeah, I think they've got to um, shrug off last week with a confident performance, but at home, they usually really good at home, they? So I go to home at the Swago 3
2: 0. I think Burnley are actually better than the overall, they are better than the position suggests, but they just can't score, can they? Mm we I mean, are actually, quite watching them, pl- like watching them play. But then I would imagine you get really frustrated if you watch them all the time because they have all this nice passing. Yeah. Then they get to the, you know, the last third, and then they don't do anything. And then of all the teams given while they played under years, not often under Sean Dyche actually, they're just not very good at defending set pieces, yeah. which is where I think Liverpool might get a bit of joy. I think Liverpool win three 0 or three. I wouldn't be surprised if they nicked one three. Yeah. One. You
1: just signed for Farnham? Me from Chelsea? Was it Has from they? Chelsea? Yeah, he scored. Did he get a couple against Fulham? Well, there you go. Suddenly,
0: it's at like the back in it. I, I think three one. I, I fancy them just to nick one and just, I could, like you said before, I could see that Anfield groan when they nick one and make it two one, and you mm. think mm, mm. Liverpool get a third. Someone asking uh, Magpie ninety six acting, acting uh, asking if Jota is one of the sick ones missing. Uh, was he in the training photos? I think he was, wasn't he? I, was I think so, yeah. He, he, he he, I think
2: he was. If yeah. he wasn't, then yeah. I need to get the opticians immediately because <laughs> I didn't spot him not being there. Yeah. I said, Visions of him being there. Well, then that was yesterday.
1: Yeah. And we all know that you can get a cold in 24 hours.
0: You certainly can. Well, let's hope he's fit. Um, thank you so much for listening. Where can we find you, Paul Ghost?
1: Uh, on Twitter and Threads, which I'm still on. Uh, it's at PT Ghost. And you're
0: not a personal trainer? No, I'm not. Certainly not. At Paul, but it always works.
2: Well, I'll be in the local later if you don't want to come in and have a pint. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, on Twitter and Threads at Ian Doyle Sport. Yeah. Also on Instagram, but. For some reason, I can't have that one. And it's now Ian underscore Doyle underscore support, which is why yeah. no one knows where I am. Actually, that's what my threads one is as well.
0: Yeah.
2: So, yeah just do search for annoying liverpool reporter it'll i'll come up on
0: a corner for liverpool search corner for, for liverpool, liverpool, liverpool. liverpool anyway we that it's my has gone <laughs> and you'll find Ian Doyle um yeah Rimmer 88 on twitter um, i am on instagram but it's private and <laughs> not not i'm not on twitter <laughs> so we in the, yeah, yeah, um, the other hand. the other you're on instagram <laughs> hey, what, <laughs> what is it yeah oh. twitter um yeah, yeah and um, <laughs> Yeah, I can't yeah, and, and download the app give us a like please subscribe give us a like is it an award winning um, app Joseph it isn't but Ghosty gave it an award yeah. before, what, what, what it? Come so come it's won it's the Paul Ghost Award Beauty, it's won the Beauty Ghost Award yeah. for, <laughs>
1: for for yeah. Giving me something to say when people have a monobot. Our website on Just, this. Instead, of the, instead of, the, yeah. of the Oscars, the polls. Yeah. That, Doesn't sound
0: quite as as it download so. our app, Absolutely. listen to our pods there, listen to them on YouTube, listen to them on Facebook, listen to them on Spotify. You can watch them on YouTube right as well. There. You can watch them on YouTube. Give us a like, subscribe. And thanks very much for listening. We'll be back on Monday to discuss Burnley and to look ahead to probably more injuries. It's always fun. ta
1: You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.